Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. As you know, every week we bring you amazing resources in the venture capital world. And today we are talking to Mile Mark Capital and the founders of that amazing fund, which is Adela Jamal, uh, Michael Lipton, and Sebastian Barriga. Hi, everybody. Hi, Catherine. Thanks for having us. You bet. Welcome to the show. Well, what I want to do is, uh, you know, I I love having read your bios that each of you brings uh, different strengths to the table. And I always think that makes the best team. Like, you know, if everybody had the same strength, it wouldn't be quite as powerful, right? Uh, So you each have such unique backgrounds. And I want to talk about that, talk about how you all came together. And then, of course, what is Milemark Capital and who are you looking to fund? That's the that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Uh, for our listeners, anyway. So, um, Adela, uh, let's start with you. Um, you know, you have such an interesting background, having been born in India and growing up in both India and the U.S. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your background and you know, tech and and finance and and your passion for the diversity and inclusion that you bring to the table. Absolutely. And and thank you for that. Happy to share my story. So yes, a little bit of a a different um, sort of windy road on my side. And as you mentioned, I was born and raised in Bangalore, India, so in the South. And my father is South Indian. My mother is white American. So for me, I've actually grown up with a very different perspective around what it means to be a woman in business, a woman in technology, and also just the challenges that women face uh, growing up in both in both countries. And I'll also say that you know when I actually started out and worked in Silicon Valley, I started my career working for a VC and a tech health startup there. I was very cognizant of the fact that I was usually the only woman in the room. And diversity was something that was clearly lacking. This is, you know, early 2000s. And so as I sort of progressed in my career and, you know, loved everything that was happening with technology, with innovation, I was really just aware that if I wasn't thinking bigger and also thinking about the next person who was coming behind me, there was going to be a a complete void. And I always had this sort of, you know, I'd say personal drive to do more, to think differently, and also pull those along who maybe don't have the mentorship and the support that they need to sort of, you know, climb up that ladder as you would, uh, might think about. And, and again, know, just, and, you know, here's the thing, you bring the female perspective to the table that we are talking about in our movie coming out called show her the money that right. women are so underfunded in this space. We need more women's perspective at all of these funds. So how lucky is Milemark Capital to have your female perspective and experience in this space and seeing, you know, how uh, women are underserved in this in this arena. So, so great that you bring that perspective to this particular Milemark Capital Fund. I'm sure the guys agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, yeah. Catherine. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it also just kind of points to like, we're stronger together. You know, we have to yes. think about what the impact is across the board and even just working with, um, you know, the team here at Mile Mark, like we, we're always thinking about that, right? So it's not just about one perspective. It's about, okay, well, what are we doing um, sort of a macro and a micro perspective? And then also what's the journey that we're on and also the founder's journey, you know, and how we align to that. And we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit further. Um, and you know, just, that makes perfect sense what you're saying about having both perspectives. And that goes for every vertical, right, guys? Every vertical, every, you know, the research shows every company that has both men and women at the top are the most successful and the most profitable because we, let's face it, we bring different perspectives to the table and it's so important mm -hmm. to have both. So let's kick it over to Mike Lipton. W what is your background, Mike? I know uh, you have a different background in like in engineering, right? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Catherine. So I'm an entrepreneur and I'm an engineer. Uh, really, the last 15 years of my career has been around building businesses. So I've I've founded three companies, served each as either CEO or COO, uh, and I've I've been a part of the creation of many others, either as an advisor or a director. So my my software development days are behind me, but I bring an engineer's mindset to the composition and creation of the earliest stages of of company you know, development and creation. I mean, and how invaluable is that to the people that you're funding? I mean, this is amazing. And I was reading that you have like a $30 million company called Luster. Is that correct? Am I right about that? Yeah. So Luster was the last company that I found. We started in 2015. I've since stepped away and I'm you know, focused on mile more capital and, and I've always optimized for impact. I find that at this point I can have the, the, the most profound impact by helping a portfolio of companies and of entrepreneurs and, and getting them from zero to, to one. So that's really been my, my focus and my, and my passion. And the, I mean, what, empathy, what entrepreneur wouldn't want to work with you? I mean, my gosh, you know, you're starting a tech company. Uh, Mike's the guy, right? I mean, that's, so, that's I kind mean, of you. I feel lucky just to be in the room with, with my partners. So that's, uh, that's kind <laughs> of you, but I feel like I need to, yeah. to work hard to try to earn my keep. When I'm around and that's my folks. point. Each one of you brings something perspectively different to the table of the person uh, or the company that you all are investing in. So, you know, you bring that aspect. Adela brings another aspect. And then let's talk to Sebastian. What's your background? Let, I know you're an investor. You've also lived in various places around the world. Uh, I know you all have a lot of global experience, which I think is invaluable as well, that a lot of people don't have. So, uh, yeah, Seb, jump in. Sure, thanks, and, and Catherine, it's so great to be here. Thanks for the time. Um, my background is uh, always been in finance. The past 10 years, uh, I was investing in private companies for one of the largest funds in the U.S., running the, the Latin American operation. And there, what I would say, one of the key takeaways is how to be a value-added board member. And that means not meeting with management. That means finding out what that management team requires to succeed and thrive. So design that strategy and help in that execution. And I would say that uh, that was probably the first time that I it was very tangible to me what diversity brings to the table. So half of our portfolio companies were run by women. And in two of them, uh, it was security companies. So it's, uh, you know, it's armored trucks, it's uh, drills and all that. And uh, 
wonderful strategists and the incredible leaders. And that was, an, you know, I, want, I don't want to say eye-opening, but it was very concrete to me that, okay, this is the value of bringing different perspectives and avoiding groupthink to the decisions that you have to make in a, in a, in a company, in a group uh, to reach better outcomes. Yeah, you know, and I've seen you, you've sat on the boards of some major, major companies. I noticed Hermes, of course, and, uh, you know, some others that are really impressive, the GNA brand, GNN brands, and, uh, you know, to have someone like you on their board. And that's what I'm trying to say is, what a fortunate uh, entrepreneur to have uh, your fund get behind them with your perspectives. You're the, the three of you, and I believe you have a fourth partner, and we'll talk about that. But um, that that diversity inclusion, the the success in the um, uh, tech world and, and and engineering things, and and then having a, a board member uh, that sat on some really big boards to advise them. You know this. This combination of your team pretty much ensures the super success of someone that you all get behind. And your fourth partner, who would like to mention that? Yeah, so our fourth partner named Sanana Rao. The, all of us met at MIT. So Seb, Adela, myself met as Sloan Fellows. Sanan is a professor at MIT and a researcher there um, and has been for uh, 20 odd years. And but but he's he brings a lot to the table beyond that. He's also an entrepreneur and an operator, founded and exited two companies uh, and has been a GP at a Series A firm. So also a, a tech investor. Wow. You guys have are a powerful team, no doubt. And, and the program that you all were in at MIT. Tell me a little bit about that. Like, is, you know, it sounds like, you know, you all met there. What an amazing people you know, opportunity to meet amazing people. What what was the program you were all involved in that you met at? Sure, I can share about that briefly. So the program that we all took the time to pursue is called the MIT Sloan Fellows MBA. So it is a full-time in-person MBA, but more for executives, which is different from an EMBA because that's just flying in maybe, you know, once a month to take courses. And I think something that all of us have been really, you know, intentional about is, sort of focusing and making space for what we wanted in our careers. And that was, you know, 12 months that each of us dedicated to be in Cambridge, to be on campus at MIT, to sort of, you know, think differently and be surrounded by, I would say, you know, very similar thought leaders, but also a very global group of individuals, which you sometimes don't get once you get down into your career and you're sort of, you know, head down, forging ahead. And so we actually met, um, you know, socially and then also in classes together and started to bond that relationship. So we've known each other now, you know, two years almost. So what is the purpose of that program? Someone's listening. They don't know much about that program. You have to, I take it, apply, get accepted into it. And then the purpose of that program is what? Sure, I can add on. And, and of course, the team can jump in. So for me, when I was evaluating options as a mid-career professional, you don't really have too many that are going to fit, let's say, a 12-month requirement. So for me, that was something that was going to be really important as far as a time commitment and also in person. And so it is an MBA. So when you graduate, you are getting your MBA. And of course, for many people, that's important as compared to maybe a master's degree. And from the research that I had conducted, you know, not many schools are offering this. So MIT is actually one of the few. Um, Stanford does have uh, the MS MSX program, but again, it's not an MBA. 
And I believe London Business School also has something similar. So MIT is very unique in what they've created. And the Sloan School, of course, is, is you know, quite famous and um, has a great reputation. So I just knew that it was the right sort of intersection, um, especially for what I needed and where I was in my career. And I agree with you with that reputation and, you know, people looking at saying, oh, my gosh, all these founders of this particular uh, firm, you know, are, are Sloan veterans. So I think that that definitely is something to draw people to want to have you get behind them as opposed to other venture capital firms. And um, this is this is uh, the first fund that the, that you all are doing together. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and let's talk about. Uh, the thesis for this fund, because we all know, as for my listeners, that every fund is not one they should be applying to. It has to fit the thesis. Uh, who wants to share what the thesis is? Mike, do you want to take that? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So our, our thesis is we invest in diverse teams, building scalable businesses that are differentiated and defended by proprietary AI systems, models, and data. All right, so there's a few really key components to that. Um, as far as the, the teams that we look for, diversity is, is critical, right? And so that's diversity of thought, that's diversity of background, and that puts you in a position to build the most successful business that you possibly can. When it comes to the underlying technology, we're looking at AI in a really broad sense, but we can drill down to some specific industries there. We strongly believe that AI is going to touch every corner of society and rewrite every industry. The business models will be rewritten over the course of this next decade. So then for us to take it one step further, given that we met at MIT, MIT is an important part of the fund. And so when we look at sourcing deals, we wanna lean into the industries that MIT and also Harvard is you know, a combination forming this square mile of innovation in Cambridge. What are they the best at? And so that gives us a lot of latitude to be able to work across industries. And so we will look at a, a FinTech company one day um, and then a health tech company the next. And there's a lot, a lot of room in between. So uh, mainly uh, tech companies that are involved in the AI arena? That's exactly right. That's it. Oh, and, and Sebastian, might you or Adela want to share with us like a sample of a company that you all have invested in or plan to invest in? Sure. Um, maybe, maybe to add to what was said already is um, one of the important things that we realized, and that's how we came together. So we've, we've seen how capital shapes the world, the present and the future. And if you combine that with this disruptive technology that is going to give birth to new startups, to new business models, to new cultures, we believe this is the right point of intervention to help those founders, to help those companies that are truly going to, um, um, to shape yep. society. Right. Impact yeah. the world in a huge way. And you're so right. You know, this is something that our movie touches on uh, called Show Her the Money is that, you know, if women aren't funded, if people uh, if LGBTQ or people of color, if they're not funded, we're leaving so many ideas and innovations on the wayside that could help impact and change the world for the better. And so it's so important the work you all are doing to get diversity and inclusion in the arena of venture capital. What you all are doing is groundbreaking, game-changing, and so, so important to that arena. 
And so I'm, I'm so happy to hear that that's really a focus of yours. Um, Adela, uh, what, what is the, uh, what kind of companies are you all looking for specifically um, that you could in, enhance the explanation that the guys just jumped in with? Sure, sure. And, and apologies, there's a background noise here. So, you know, you asked a moment ago, you know, what are we looking for and, and who are we supporting? So one of the companies um, that I can talk about here and Seb can, of course, jump in is called Piction Health. And that is a company that we are, you know, so excited and proud to get behind because it is led by a female founder. So Susan Conover and her partner Pranav, um, who is Indian, launched this company. They're out of sort of our sweet spot, which is the MIT Harvard ecosystem. And what she has created, you know, is really built from her own personal experiences. She's been diagnosed with melanoma three times. She saw firsthand the struggles of getting the care, getting to the dermatologist, and also the lack of the timeliness there to get the care that was required. So what she's built is actually using AI, computer vision, an application that you can use on your phone to very easily scan a skin rash, you know, something that maybe looks like an abnormal mole, and get that to your virtual dermatologist. And it's really impressive because right now she has, you know, 10x the number of images that Google has in its database. And she's also very aware of what diversity means in that field and the lack of it. So she's also pushing to get diverse images. And I believe right now there's about a 93% accuracy rate. So just think about the experiences of someone who's pursuing this type of requirement, looking for this type of care. And now if you can, you know, get behind what Piction has developed and sort of give everybody that power in their hands, I mean, it's, it's revolutionary, right? And we just absolutely are impressed by what they're doing and, and the pivots that they're making. Seb, do you want absolutely to add on? Cool. What's the name of the company again? Piction Health. Piction Health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does seem to be the future, doesn't it? I'm hearing about all these different uh, companies coming out where, you know, they diagnose, you know, uh, the child, the children's earache or, you know, mm -hmm. things like this are all being done now thanks to technology and AI. And uh, I think there'll be a lot less doctor visits and this way it can be handled more, uh, you know, more quickly, more effectively. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's really groundbreaking and, and glad mm -hmm. to hear that a woman is uh, doing that and that you are getting behind that woman because with us getting right. less than 2% of venture capital, that's exactly what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Those are the kind of inventions and innovations that really can save lives. Uh, and if women don't get the funding, uh, that's going to be left on the side. So right. um Perfect example, you know, so thanks for bringing that up, Adela. Uh, what do you all think is the future um, for your company and just for venture capital in general? Like, are you all seeing like a kind of move toward, you know, funding more women and people of color and LGBTQ, all these underserved communities that we haven't been funding? What? How do you all see that happening being in this space yourselves? Again, I think again, or let, let me let me uh, tell you what I think, and I'm sure Adela can uh, can uh, do it a lot better than me. <laughs> but I think it's the right point of intervention. At MIT, you're you're taught about system dynamics, and you you entirely you see the entire system, and you see where's the right point of intervention to change the system, to make to people towards what you want to do. That's a big part of the program. A lot of people come here for a pivot to significance because you know we're all, we're all doing our job really well. We are comfortable, 
but at some point in time, it's like, what is my legacy? In my case, you know, I have three daughters. She's, she was applying to college. I was applying to this program. And I was thinking, okay, what's, what's the example that I'm giving uh, my daughters? What am I doing? Okay, yes, I can bring food to the table. I can pay for their education. So I feel, you know, check as that. But uh, what else? Can I do both? Can I bring in, can I, can I provide for the family? So, so that, was, that was a big driver. So in terms of VC, uh, I, and it, this, this goes in hand with the technology, with AI being a driver of productivity, a driver of an engine of growth. A lot of companies are gonna merge. The incumbents are gonna lose out because it's hard to steer that Titanic. So there are a lot of values gonna be created and we wanna be there without values being born and help the right people um, to get that reality out in the, in, in the market with different backgrounds, with a society that is more just and understanding instead of you know, being polarized, uh, um, having space for everyone. And uh, I also believe when everyone thrives, when everyone is, is fulfilled, uh, you live happier and better. Absolutely. And I'm so curious, since each of you are so successful, I mean, Mike, you've had, you know, three super successful companies. Uh, what made you decide to jump over into venture capital? It's It really comes back to impact. And so for, for me, I want to be able to have the, the biggest impact that I can on a societal level. And if I can help dozens of entrepreneurs push their companies forward and grow those companies, that's something that's that's really compelling to me. It, it is, is, and isn't it, it's the most exciting world to uh, be in on a daily basis. You get to hear about all the innovations before everybody else. I feel that way. I meet the smartest people. Uh, they're doing the coolest things. Um, I'm thinking who wouldn't want to be in this arena mm -hmm. and uh, be a part of it? Not to mention that, you know, you can invest in things and get, have a lucrative return. Uh, and, and I always encourage my listeners, you know, to invest in, uh, uh, especially funds that are getting behind women and people of color and LGBTQ, um, but also um, just to learn about the venture capital world. They don't even know what they're missing. And it is one of the reasons that we're creating this movie. And by the way, Adele, you'll be so happy to hear that one of the women in our film uh, is a founder who got funding and she is out of India. She's like the Kim Kardashian of India. Uh, it's called Indie Wild and her name mm -hmm. is Deepa. Uh, I saw so that. I saw that. Incredible. Story. Yeah, so happy to put a uh, global spin on uh, the impact of funding women uh, in mm -hmm. our film. Um, yeah. and, and and so anything you'd like to say uh, as we wrap up, of course, I'm going to tell people how they can find uh, uh, Mile Mark Capital and, um, you know, how they can reach each of you. I take it you're each on LinkedIn, right? We are. Yeah. And we're going to spell your names because a lot of people um, aren't watching. They're listening on their Apple or Spotify or, you know, iHeart, wherever they're listening to their podcast. So I just want to mention it is Adela, A-D-E-L-A, and then J-A-M-A-L, Jamal. Uh, Seb Abariga, do you go on um, uh, as uh, in LinkedIn as Sebastian? Yes. 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 
Okay. So it's Sebastian yeah. and then B-A-R-R-I-G-A. And then of course, uh, Michael Lipton, and that's pretty self-explanatory, but it's L-I-P-T-O-N. Uh, okay. So they can find you on uh, LinkedIn, which is awesome. Uh, it's a wonderful place to connect with people. Um, how could people, uh, can people submit a deck on your website? At this point, email is going to be the best way to, to reach us. So it's Lipton at milemark.capital, Seb at milemark.capital, or Adela at milemark.capital. Wonderful. Okay, great. Well, um, thank you so much. Are you guys also on other social media that we should mention? I am on Twitter, but much more active on LinkedIn. That's the best way to find me. Yeah, LinkedIn. And uh, what is what is the website for uh, Milemark Capital? It, it will be milemark.capital. We have a, a grand launch coming soon. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. Milemark.capital. Uh, you'll be able to find them there by the time this airs, I'm sure. And uh, so great to have you all on today. Um, we uh, also, you know, uh, I like to let my uh, viewers know that uh, obviously uh, we are on Instagram, Catherine Gray at Invest in Her. Um, it's so important that we invest in women. And that's why we had on uh, Milemark Capital today, because Jamal is, uh, Adela Jamal is part of that group. Um, and we are so happy to have more and more women in the venture capital funds. As we all know, there are not a lot of female decision makers in this space yet, but every day that's changing and accelerating. And there are also more female founded funds than ever in history. And we hope that keeps growing as well. Um, you can also find us at sheangelinvestors.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with anyone on the show today, you can also reach out to me and uh, you can follow She Angel Investors on all of the social media. And also, of course, follow our movie, uh, show her the money movie um, on uh, Instagram and our website. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We are so happy to put Milemark Capital on their radar. If they have a uh, product or service or software that fits the thesis for you all, um, we hope that they'll you all will connect Thank you for doing the amazing work that you're doing in the world to help change it and to help make the world a better place. Thanks for being guests. Thank you, Thank you so much, Catherine.